This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. This is David. Welcome back behind the Velvet Rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are going to break down so many things with the one, the only Miss Sarah Frazier. David Yontif. Love teaming up. Love, love, love you. I mean. How are you? There's so much. There's so much. So much. But I look forward to these shows because they go so fast when we have so much tea and I love all the tea. And, um, yeah, I mean, I like these shows. These these are kind of my favorite ones. Some weeks are slow, like we say. And when that happens, it's like, oh, you know, what are we going to talk about? What can we do? But not. And I think people like these chats as they slip into the DMs because like we are not really, we do a little recapping. We're not, we're not really giving you, we're kind of giving you our opinion, but not really. We're just breaking down and dealing Hi, with everybody, it's Sarah. Keep going. I was going to look at our um, Instagram, our YouTube to see if we had any good comments. You know, sometimes we get some really good comments. Sometimes we get some haters. Um, and we're just, you know, I mean, we're giving you some analysis. And I always like to take the producer business side of it and just be like, this is really what I think is going to happen. So everyone just cut out your feelings. Um, Love it. Um, I guess we could start with a topic that we haven't, I guess we talk about it a little bit, but Erica Jane and this tax bill, this $2.2 million tax bill. Oh, love EJ. They're, I mean, like, is it, you know, is it enough? Is it enough yet for EJ? I mean, I just feel like EJ, they're going to bankrupt her if, if she hasn't. I mean, has EJ filed for bankruptcy yet? Honey, I don't think EJ cares about anything. Today they posted her going to get her nails done and her hair done. Everyone's got serious issues with the glam. She brought the glam on that cast trip. Mikey Minden ain't losing his job anytime soon. Long, they've been longtime friends and he's like whatever her image consultant or something like. Well, I, I mean, I just, wouldn't we all like an image consultant? I mean. But to me, 
it's like, what, what do people, okay. I just don't get it. I'm with her finally. Like, I, well, I've, I've been with her the whole well, time. I, what I is this bill? What is this? I mean, this is, she owes truly. She doesn't she even owes. know. Uh, so, you know, she's come forward and said she has a 2.2 million tax, $2.2 million tax bill that her manager, who is also an accountant is trying to sort out where it's coming from. They're questioning if it's like a tax for the earrings that were repossessed, um, that she had to turn over that were something like 700,000 or a million dollars that's going to go back to the victims. The reason she has to turn those over is they were kind of a well-publicized gift from Tom Girardi. But I, I think there's a new development on the earrings too. Okay. What is it? I don't know. I read something where she says like, there was some new thing where I thought she said they weren't, hold on, Erica hit with new tax bill, but says she can't pay after refusing to give up 40,000. Right. So, right. So people are, are basically tying it to the glam squad. Just like, I mean, you can pay if you gave up the glam squad at 40,000 a month, you know, what's 40 times 12, I just don't whatever that is people, I, okay when she I don't believe the glam squad 480,000 I don't think the glam squad is $40,000 a month anymore I'm sorry like you think it's less you think they're get, you think, think the these are like friends that are giving her a deal yeah they look great on tv wouldn't you hire who's who's the guy that's been like her longtime collaborator Mikey hire, Minden. Okay, Mikey Minden. I I ought to reach out to him and see if for a thousand dollars he'll come over and fucking shop my closet and put together. Right. I bet he is. I bet he. I'm not sure he'd do it for a thousand dollars, but I bet he is. Like it. It's good for him. It's good for him to be on camera. I think her glam squad has gone from forty k a month to probably more like six thousand, eight thousand dollars a month. Okay, she doesn't. She's not paying forty thousand dollars. She was paying forty thousand dollars when she was doing the EJ tour, the Pretty Little Mess tour. When she, you know, when she was doing TV appearances, alt red carpets. A lot of that has slowed down. And I guess it's still just. I just defend her. I'm like, no, I like stay allowed. <laughs> Everyone hate on Sarah, okay? Um, but I guess it's, it, if you're making this, you know, six something last season, it's now in the sevens with a bonus, you know, let's just say you're making a million dollars a year for the experience of RHOBH, like you're, where's the million dollars going? It is going to glam and clothes and nails and hair. Now, some of these are necessities. I mean, I think you need a haircut. I mean, it's nice to get your nails done. I mean, it's, I don't think that's a necessity, but we could even, but I mean, then you get into like, you don't need, you know, the Dior bag or the Dior dress. You can get an H&M dress. That's a normal, you know, I understand Dior. We all probably prefer that, but instead of the $12,000 dress, get, you know, the $47 dress at H&M and that month give, you know, 15,000 to the government and the government's very, they'd like to work with you. Sure. They'll put you on a payment plan, but you can't just say, I'm not where, interested. In where paying. is this tax bill coming from though? That's what I cannot get to the bottom of. I mean, that's, and I think that's what she says. Where's the tax bill? She says she can't allegedly owes in taxes amid legal bills. I mean, Erica, says she's unable to pay her tax bill, which allegedly amounts to more than $2 million. Uh, in the declaration filed in L.A. County. Listen, um, get off TV, girl, because they're using this exact quote from three weeks ago or four weeks ago. You can downsize, and we've downsized, right? Certain things you don't downsize on, and that's your plan. 
said with my best Erica Jane accent, you remember this quote from her confessional just four weeks, three weeks ago. I don't know. Listen, it's not going to be over for Erica for a really long time. I don't think people care, Sarah. I don't think people care. There's victims and um, whether she knew or didn't know. Well, you I know, know victims. the one thing that she I don't said, see- uh, look, okay. Sorry to interrupt you. Go on, go on. No, no, no. I was just going to say the one thing she said, which will forever be true is that she will forever be tied to victims for the rest of her life. Like you cannot say the name Erica Jane without thinking victims. Good, good, bad. She knew didn't, I'm not taking sides. I'm just saying like, that is what it is. It's so it's mind boggling to me because I have complete empathy for all the victims but I don't understand how we're not outing more like Erica, because Erica remains on TV is like the scapegoat for all this. Why aren't we going after the other attorneys? I mean, it was Girardi Keese. Why aren't we going after Mr. Keese, who was like in the law firm, who was, you know, tons of these attorneys that were there knew what was going on. I mean, you know, Ronald Richards, who was like, like, I mean, I think he wants to see Erica Jane behind bars. I mean, I think he's a little extreme. He's a lawyer here in Beverly Hills. He's been on I my podcast. I think this is his, his goal yeah, in life. like his life mission. I think it's a little much, but I mean, I don't understand why, and I'm sure Ronald is behind the scenes and obviously no one cares who Mr. Keese is or whatever, but I mean, those are the people that knew, you know, the accountants or if, you know, Tom didn't have an accountant. Somebody there knew the paper trails. I mean, it was like Bernie Madoff. You know, his sons knew what was going on. I mean, other people know what was happening. Why aren't we going after them? I, I will I ever know the truth? Like if Erica really knew or not? No, I don't think any of us are. But I mean, there's no proven trail that goes, oh, Erica Jane knew they were defrauding this, you know, these flight victims. Um, and she was taking that money and buying Cartier rings. Like we don't, I just, I, it's so like nuts to me that people are like, want to see her like behind bars. I, how did she do anything now? I wholeheartedly agree. I think Erica's persona of, you know, that attitude did not, it was not effective. I think that it's very easy to come on episode after episode and go, I, you know, I'm willingly turning over a million and a half dollars in jewelry. I, I had no idea, but I'm doing this in good faith. Like, I want to see these victims paid. It's so heartbreaking to me. I wish she would have done that. I think she should have done that episode after episode after episode. And I think people would have gone, oh, there'd still be the doubters. But I think people would have said, all right, she has some more empathy. She should have cried some more tears for them. Like they're all actresses, you know, whatever. If she didn't truly believe it, you know. And choose some stuff. If you don't want to give it all, choose something, you know, like something $750,000 earrings. Like, I mean, I don't know how that's going to be divided eventually, but that's something for somebody. Yeah, 100%. So, I mean, did she mishandle it? Yeah, but I just, I, I think it's so nuts that I, I feel like now they're just going to try to bury Erica and I'm kind of team Erica, like stand up for yourself. I hope she, I hope she meets another rich. I mean, I, and I, you know, no one has any empathy for Erica, but I do because I love your reenactment of how it went down. I think, you know, oh, and you, a lot of people, a lot of people down. have made comments on our YouTube that, they like, I a hundred percent agree with you, David. I will, there's nothing, whether there's nothing someone can tell me otherwise, I am truly convinced that she came home to Tom in the dark, 
a bottle of bourbon drank or two bottles of red wine and Tiago ran over and he said, sit down. And he said, this is the plan run. Let's kiss and make out all night because we will never speak again after this. I am and I convinced. think she loved, I think she still loves Tom. I agree. I, I agree. think she was in love with Tom. I agree. And I think that she understands this man saved me then and he saved me now and Tom has fallen on the sword listen and I'm convinced if Tom were 53 like she her age the early 50s that this would have gone down much differently this age difference I am convinced was yeah he's in his he's like it's it's over it's okay it's over my life is over and I'm okay with that you know I mean I really 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 do I do and that's not defending Erica but that doesn't you know because look you could still say well you didn't know but then you did and you still didn't do anything so I'm not but I'm convinced that she didn't know and that he told her and then there we are. I will stand by that story. And a lot of people were like, David, oh my God, thank God. Really, people have said, thank God you said that because I've thought that the whole time. I'm convinced. I think she loves Tom. I, I agree. I totally agree. I do too. You almost have to be a anyway. monster not to love the person that you spent all these years with who did give you everything. And I mean, one could argue, look, we don't know why Tom did what he did. We, we, we really don't. But I mean, a lot of, and like, you could think of how fucked up this conversation was. I did it for you. And then she feels guilty and she's crying. I never asked you for any of that. I didn't need any of this. I didn't need the tour. I just needed you. And he's like, no, no, you're Erica Jane. You did need all of this. And Sarah loves when I go, I'm, I'm, I'm going deeper guys. I'm going to part two of this. But I mean, then she's like, you. so I mean, imagine then that guilt if he does say like, I did all of this for you. You know, I mean, I guess you could also be angry, like go fuck yourself. I didn't ask you for any, but you could be like, I didn't ask for this. Like you would have been enough. And he's like, no, baby, you married a rich older man. I would not have been enough. He's like, I, I know you, Erica Jane, wife of mine, better than you know yourself. This, I would not have been enough. Do you think, why do you think he did it? Do you think he just like got over, like, you know, the lifestyle got ahead of, he just loved this rich, rich lifestyle. And he thought like he could rob Peter to pay Paul and keep the whole, I mean, he kept it going for a long time, I guess. Well, listen, if he did this, if you really think about it, if he did this for her, that's a sad statement on his own self-worth. Like you didn't think you could come to your wife of 15 years and say, honey, we got to move and we got to move to the shack down the street, but for richer or poorer, better. Like, that's really sad. Like there are parts of me that do feel bad for him. I mean, he's a horrible man, but like, I don't know. Did he do this for himself to keep up with the Joneses or did he do this to keep his hot piece of ass wife? Like you say, Sarah, I think it's a combo. It's a combo. We'll never know. I I think he loved, I think he loved the life. I think he loved the glam. I think he loved to be, you know, I mean, according to, and you had Gloria Allred on this show. I mean, Gloria said, you know, he was a big deal in LA in the, in the law firm, you know, world. Um, 
then he was internationally well-known because he won the Aaron Brockovich case. I mean, you know, I think he believed his own shit, you know, in the sense, like, I think he loved it. And then, you know, he did reportedly get, you and I have looked this up. It was a $300 million settlement total for he and all the victims of Aaron, the Aaron Brockovich story. I mean, there's rumors he got like 80 million of that, 50 million of that. I mean, you could live the rest of your life beyond comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. But I mean, again, if your life is two private jets, that's, you cannot live, you know, the, the private jets alone probably cost $45 million. I mean, he, uh, the guy had expensive taste. Um, and uh, so I they, just don't know, like, I just don't understand anyone that lives above their means. That's me. I know. I love things. I love things and all, but look, I mean, I, the reason I say what I say is because I, I mean, he's still one of the most brilliant lawyers that ever lived. I mean, he stole, sure, but he 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 won judgments. Do you know what I'm saying? So that's why I think, I mean, your mind is still there, even though we argue it's not. So I still think he put this whole plan in place. I still think the most brilliant man, lawyer, had his exit plan. And it was, here's the sword, I'm falling on it. Run, Erica Jane, run. I, I will say that. I mean, he's a scumbag of a person, but I mean, he's still... Just because he stole money doesn't mean that he didn't win the money. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, the only right. place he stole from is himself. Like you said, he robbed Peter. He still was winning these judgments. He didn't, those weren't fake. It's not like he took a judge out in the back room and said, here's $10 million rule in favor of me. No, yeah. nothing like, so he still won and is a brilliant legal mind. He's just a scumbag. Yes. Um, the wait is over. That's right. Season five of the Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, ladies. Oh, yeah. Here I am again. Listen, you guys run to Dame. We've got to tell you about Dame products because they have everything to help you feel good. Vibrators, toys, massage oils. Listen, why do I know so much about these products? I give these out to all of my friends. And yes, you know, a lot of my friends are real housewives. Yeah, they all get Dame vibrators for Christmas. They all get Dame vibrators for their birthdays. And no, I am not going to tell you which housewives I have given these products to and which ones love Dame products. You got to try the Eva. It's one of their most iconic products. Let me tell you, it's a hands-free couples vibrator. I mean, hands-free and it's for couples. How cool is that? Then I got to tell you about the Air. It's a suction vibrator designed to get you there fast. Get it? So listen, life is very stressful. I'm sorry. And we all need to just relax and we all need to feel good. 
<sighs> okay, listen, go to dameproducts.com and use code VELVETROPE to take 15% off your first order. It's 15%. What are you waiting for? Dame Products, D-A-M-A-Z-N-M-A-R-Y-E-Products.com. Code Velvet Rope, and you get 15% all of these amazing vibrators and toys. Enjoy. Well, we always hmm. talk about Beverly Hills, but it's just the gift that keeps giving. This, now my, my good friend over there, that Lassa Pippin, she's over there cleaning up on OnlyFans, but we have a new member of OnlyFans, honey. Miss Richards and Mr. Charlie Sheen's daughter has joined OnlyFans. Sammy Sheen is now on OnlyFans. You can see her. Um, have you checked it out? Been so good. I have not. You know, I was thinking about that. I'm like, God, there's so many people because, you know, obviously I love TLC shows and there's many people. Darcy and Stacy are very famous in the TLC world. They've joined OnlyFans. I keep thinking I've got to join because I really want to see these people's accounts. Um and, uh, you know, but then, I mean, I'm like, I have really no desire to look. Well, at you could just go and pay for that account. Yes. Yeah. You can and just then like, cancel and just, you'll have it for a month. Trust me. I know how to do the only fans <laughs> over here. So if, if you oh, want to peek, if you want to peek, oh, you know, there's a little bit of this and a little bit of that. You know, I try to mind my own business, but OnlyFans sucks you in. I'm not on OnlyFans as much as some, but I do have to admit every now and then it sucks you in. And my advice is get sucked in and then <laughs> cancel and, and then cancel. You know, it's like, the deal. Who's um, calling me from 631? Okay, go on. You need to answer. Um, is this Let me see this is. Hold on. David speaking. Hey, wait, I'm going to call you back as soon as I get off the air. Okay, pick up in five minutes. Bye. We're not going to be done in five minutes. First of all, <laughs> you just tell them. I'm not even editing this out because I'm too lazy today. So everyone, listen, <laughs> if anyone ever calls me in here, you just say five minutes to like, if if it was Luann, I would have gone. But I'm like, who the hell is this 6 3 Let's just make sure the phone is hung up. No, you just say five minutes and then all the time too. five minutes for five hours. It's all the same thing. Okay. Anyway. Look, um, the best part about this whole controversy is obviously the, the you know, Denise and Charlie are not on the same page. Charlie no. Sheen, Sammy moved back in with her mom after about a year ago. You know, we know they they were in a bad place and Sammy had moved in with Charlie. Charlie basically came out and said, look, if Sammy were still living with me, I would never allow this. I think it's disgusting. I mean, of course, it's Charlie Sheen saying this. So that's rich. But I mean, at the same time, poor Charlie. I mean, not poor Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen is a mess. But anyway, um, you know, I mean, Charlie Sheen has spent his entire life with sex workers and, you know, is himself, you know, because of all the sex and promiscuity. I mean, he's HIV positive. And, you know, I mean, Charlie is like the last person I would think going, oh, don't join OnlyFans. But Charlie probably knows the dark side of it. So I think he knows the dark side. Listen, I, I had Larsa on my show. Again, you know, I just take some, I mean, I say cynical. I just think it's a realist approach to life. I don't care if you're on OnlyFans and your goal is to show your feet and your legs and, and everything else with like the tightest clothes possible. And you want to keep all those clothes on. If someone slips into those messages and is like, well, I understand your OnlyFans. I have become obsessed with your OnlyFans as opposed to all the others. And here is my dollar offer for you to take everything off for me. I don't think someone's going to say no. I think everyone has a price. $100, 
$1,000, a million, <laughs> 10 million. Like I think, I think, so I just personally don't think there's any, like any real pure side at the end of the day to OnlyFans. I feel you might want it to be pure, but I feel money talks and everyone has a price. I do. I mean, this is the sick way I see the world, guys. This is why I'm going to die alone. <laughs> this is why. Right, no, right here. I mean, I think you're right. You know, I think you're right. I mean, I, you know, I look, I mean, I think, and, you know, Denise came out yesterday with this long post about how, how a lot of people are shaming her as a mother and she stands by Sammy and she wishes she had Sammy's confidence when Sammy was 18. And, you know, Denise and Charlie are not on the same page and she wishes that Charlie was more supportive. I mean, look, I don't think I don't I don't you know, I mean, whatever people want to do, I don't judge like, you know, I just think I think when you're 18, um, I always feel like I wish people would wait till 25 to make those decisions, because I do think when you're 18, you know, you're not thinking long term, you know, about what you might want to do. And, you know, you and I have both had many different careers, um, what you want to be when you're 18 and then what you want to be when you're 30 or what you end up doing are usually totally different things. And so that's all. But I mean, she is a Hollywood, you know, she's a Hollywood starlet. She, her parents are Hollywood royalty. I mean, it probably won't impact her that much, but I think. And, and, you know, to Denise's point, what's Denise going to do? She is 18. If she wants to launch it, she can launch it. She can launch it. I'm just shocked that someone, the way that these, I mean, these, these listeners are very smart. The way that they, they take that Ramona Singa and they blow it up and they see the code and they enter Trey's website and they find out the guest list. I'm shocked no one has like started the memes of like, is this the same woman, Denise Richards, who basically was appalled at the children's birthday party and said like, please, where are the children's, my, my children are here. Please keep your mouth just quiet when they were talking about her and Brandy Glanville fucking. I mean, this is the same woman that was so appalled is now saying like, power to my children to do whatever. <laughs> I'm not coming for Denise. I'm just shocked the way that these Bravo you know, fans well, are where they, the memes and, and the, the blogs, come on guys, get on it. I mean, I would say, I mean, don't you think, I mean, the, at the time, Sammy and her, her sister or whatever, were like, what, weren't they like 14 and 12 or something? I mean, I do feel like Denise was right. Like they don't want to be hearing about their mom allegedly having a threesome. I mean, that like, that's a little much now she's 18. She's getting older. I mean, anyway, it's just, it's crazy. Like how people are I, I, yeah. I mean, the hate and like the amount of time people have to like go on and troll Denise Richards about her parenting is like, okay, it's not your daughter. If you don't want your daughter on OnlyFans then steer her in a different direction. I mean, I don't know why people are so. Is Denise sorry that out of her whole career at marrying Charlie Sheen, is she sorry she popped onto Beverly Hills Housewives for two seasons? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yes. Denise seems sorry. Doesn't, don't you think Denise seems like she well, regrets it. David Yontef behind the velvet rope and the Sarah Fraser show and everyone listening wouldn't give a fuck about Denise Richards more than they give a fuck about her co-star Nev Campbell and wild things, even though Nev Campbell is everything if she wasn't on <laughs> RHOB8. So, you know, here she is. She's got a whole new group of people that want to analyze everything she does now. I know. It's crazy. Um, crazy. Well, there's a lot of drama between the New York girls and Dorinda has basically slammed Vicky into the wall. <laughs> Miss Vicky Gumbleson. RHUGT2 is coming. Sarah, we're going to have to watch it. We're going to have to it and talk about it. Um, you know, Vicky in an interview in preparation for that said, you know, 
like Dorinda's house is old and it's in the middle of nowhere. And well, if anyone knows Dorinda, you don't go after Bluestone Manor and Dorinda. <laughs> oh, Dorinda, love, she is, oh my God, she is so protective of Bluestone. Mm. I am sorry. Like I just had Countess Luann on my show and I said like, I'm sorry, we just do it a little different here in New York. Like Vicky, baby, baby, OG with your orange. I mean, do you think just because you could handle Tamara, you can't handle Dorinda? Oh, Dorinda scares me. She scares me. I mean, Dorinda (laughs) is, Dorinda's, and Dorinda even said, you want to play mean? I'll play mean. She's like, at least I don't, you know, date people that are like, you know, faking cancer. And then she referred to Steve, you know, guys that leave me for someone half their age and end up married. I mean, Dorinda clapped back in such a way. And then Vicky came out and then Vicky spoke out again. Like I didn't mean to insult Dorinda and Dorinda's like, I'm not even responding. You're so beneath me basically. Right. Isn't that how it played out? Yeah, basically. I mean, you know, um, uh, look, I like them both. I'm excited to see them on the, you know, girls trip. Um, but I mean, that's Dorinda's MO, right? You come for Dorinda, Dorinda hits back for sure. And Vicky, I mean, you know, I do think Vicky can hold her own. She's a long time. I mean, she's an OG, you know, she can, she can hold her own for sure. Um, right. But, you know, I mean, we've seen, look, I mean, Tamara came out this week and Tamara was saying basically, I mean, much you know, in a much better way, but essentially saying that Vicky has a new boyfriend. Tamara has not met him yet, but she really wants to because Vicky's horrible at picking men. <laughs> that, you know, they want to get Megan King involved. So Megan King can, can do a background check on this new guy. And, you know, Tamara, of course, is her friend is rooting that Vicky will find true love because Vicky really wants it. But Vicky is terrible at picking men. And Tamara's off as that her pickers off. Patty Stanger says. And um, Tamara even said, Tamara said the moment she met Steve for the first time, she knew that they would never walk down the aisle together. And I, I don't think she elaborated as to what specifically it was about Steve, but um, Steve seemed like he was kind of an attention whore and has moved on. So now we all know things get posted and they're not really true. There is a picture of Vicky and her new boyfriend. Oh, really? Well, they're saying it's him. And I don't, I mean, again, this is, I don't, I haven't really like confirmed this is what I'm saying, but they say that this is Vicky's new boyfriend and they're saying he's like a geriatric um, combination between Don and Brooks. He's a more senior gentleman, for sure. I mean, Vicky is, you know, how old is Vicky? Like 60? I'm not saying that's old, but there is a picture. Did she post this? No, she didn't. I want to see where this is. There's a picture that is posted and it's, they're saying it's Vicky's new boyfriend. And he is, a. I think, is this him? He, yeah, oh, here look he it is. Up. I'm looking at Well, it. he looks better in this picture that I'm looking at. There was a plane of them on, I mean, is this her boyfriend? This, hold on. Yeah, you can actually see that. Okay, everyone's going to see this if they go to YouTube. That doesn't look so bad if that's. Oh, no, he's kind of cute. I mean, he looks like a little. This, maybe... this is not the picture that there was a picture in the plane that he looks so oh, old. Oh, really? There's nothing wrong <laughs> with looking old, but. Look, he doesn't look bad there. He looks a little dad bodish, but he doesn't look bad. I hope Vicky, I hope it works out. 
I hope it works out. I mean, I, I mean, do, are you, a, are you a team Vicky fan? Like, I, I mean, I do, I feel like Vicky does deserve like. I like Vicky and I like Dorinda. I just think, you know, I think Vicky opens her mouth and doesn't necessarily know what she says. And I like Thank Vicky. You. I'm not sure that Vicky can handle herself against Dorinda. I mean, you think well, so? I, I don't think so. I think Dorinda could eat Vicky for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I thought her clapback was, I mean, it knocked Vicky down. And then Vicky got up and Dorinda knocked her so hard, she rolled down the hill and like just <laughs> laid there in the middle of the street. I thought Dorinda's clapback was brilliant. I mean, as far as, as far as the clapback goes, and I just thought, you don't fuck with Dorinda. I'm not fucking with Dorinda. And I just think Vicky's in over her head on this one. You guys know I work from home. And because of that, I travel a lot and I'm never in one place for very long. And that's why when it came to my mental health, the only option I could see was Talkspace. Talkspace is kind of like having a therapist in your pocket. I personally, and you too, can reach out to your therapist or psychiatrist anytime from anywhere. And it just makes taking care of mental health so easy. When I'm away and I need to talk to my therapist, I just send a message from wherever, you know, I can work through things. It's so easy. You can sign up online and basically start therapy the same day you sign up. You can text, video, or send voice messages to your licensed therapist. So it's just easy. It's convenient. It's literally like you don't have to leave your home. And it's also, I mean, this is the greatest part, I think. Well, one of the greatest parts, it's affordable. It's a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. Instead of waiting for an appointment, you can send unlimited messages 24 seven, they'll engage with you literally, you know, any day. So listen, as a listener of this podcast, you get a hundred dollars off your first month with Talkspace to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com. Make sure to use the code velvet to get $100 off of your first month and show your support for the show, right? That's nice. That's velvet and Talkspace.com. I do. She's great. I love Vicky, but I think she's I think Dorinda will tear her to the carcass. The all right. Carcass. Well, that will make for excellent drama. I mean, I'm, I'm, it'll make for excellent. We're curious for all that. That's really good drama. Okay. Now, we also, what else do we have going on? We have, speaking of the OC, I had lunch with Bronwyn, Miss Wyndham Burke. Okay. Tell me about that. And then we do have a response, you know, from Tamara about Andy Cohen's comments. You know, Andy allegedly saying that how could Tamara come back with the uh, two peas in a pod podcast? So, you know, Tamara has responded to that this week, which I thought. Well, tell us, and then I'll tell you about my lunch. Well, I mean, she basically says that she thinks Andy's being fed a line of bullshit from Heather to bro that, that she, you know, she says, look, Teddy and I have this podcast and we by no means are, you know, we're not investigating people. We're not digging people, things up. We are just commenting on what is out there and our own experiences of being housewives. We're not trashing anybody. Basically what I said, uh, you know, when you and I were talking about it initially, I'm like, they don't, they're not breaking news. They're not saying anything salacious or slanderous about anybody. They're not. And Tamara says the same thing. And she basically, I think, I don't think it has anything to do with Heather Dubrow, my own. And I, I, I have, this is just like a wild theory. I have nothing to base this on, but I just think it was a convenient excuse for Andy to say that they're not interested in bringing Tamara back right now is to use that as an excuse. But like you and I talked about, if they need Tamara, they will bring Tamara back. So Tamara just feels like Heather Dubrow is in Andy's ear saying, you can't bring her back. 
look at this podcast. This isn't a good look for you. It's not a good look for Bravo. If you let her do this or she's doing this and then she comes back. So anyway, that's kind of where it's at, like this tip for tat. But um, I, I agree with like all of that. I mean, I have to say, you know, I like to just think like the producer and not into Tamara's not coming back. I'm sorry. It's just it's not happening. It's just it's not where the show is going. That's my opinion. And when it comes to this stuff, my opinions are usually right. Again, I okay. suck at I suck at the world. So there's no ego. It's not, that's not going to fix this problem of the OC. I, I don't think that's where we're going. I just don't think that's where the show is going. I think if you brought back an OG Heather, who's yes, not an OG and blah, blah, blah. But if you brought back a big name from the past, which we did, and the ratings weren't good, I don't think doubling down is going to fix that. Do we have any updates? I mean, we really, the last time you and I've talked about this, our HOC, we don't believe is filming, right? No, it's we not filming. I personally, just me, I would let Gina go. I mean, I've said this last year, but I'll say it again. I would let Gina go. I would let Emily go. I would let Noella go. I would let Dr. Jen go. I would keep Heather and just by default, I would keep Shannon. And I would take Heather and Shannon and just somehow... I mean, it's the problem is when you mix in 30 somethings with 50 somethings, it doesn't work. It didn't work with Leah McSweeney. I mean, Ebony was younger. Now we have Crystal, who there's things with. It's just, I think it's really hard to take a show in. And this is why we have two Ronies. I think it's really hard to mix in. I just think. Like, I forget, Crystal, I forgot all along that Kyle was 50-something and Crystal was 30-something until this, and now we're reminded. And same thing with Leah, and you're like, ah, it's, I'm not saying one is better than the other, I'm just saying it just, it's not like a cohesive group like that. Well, but see, I kind of disagree with you because- you know, Bethany Frankel was notoriously younger than all the other women, than Jill Zarin. Is than- she though that much younger? How old is Bethany now? 52? Well, Bethany's in her fifties, but wasn't when she was on. Well, if um, Bethany's in her fifties now and Jill's at her fifties. Oh, all right. Well, then and Luann is in her fifties. Now, mind you, late fifties and saw, I mean, that's kind of the same age to me, Dolly. All right. All right. All right, Dolly. All right. Okay. I mean, Bethany was broke, but I mean, I I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just don't know. I just don't know. But I think you're, I think they're discovering that, right? They're having a hard time. And I guess my question is, and I know every network is always trying to do this. They're always trying to attract younger viewers, but I almost want to ask them, like, is it worth it? Like, do you really working? Is it working? And do you really, is it really attracting the new viewer you want? Because my guess is it's not. It's it's that the same diehards that watch all the franchises are your loyal fans and they're continuing to watch and you're getting other women in that age bracket. But I I don't know. I don't know. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they are attracting 23-year-olds that they want I mean, to watch Bravo. Well, I was just going to say, and this is a question. Please slip into our DMs. Is there anyone out there in their 20s I don't, I don't want 31. I want to keep this just to the twenties. Anyone out there in the twenties listening to behind the velvet rope and watching the housewives, let me know. I do have people at times that slip in that are like, Hey, I'm 20. 
I've had two straight guys slip in that say, stop saying there's no straight guys. And that's two of them. So there's at least two straight bros. Listening. My husband watches my heart. My okay, husband and well, I watch three. R-H-O-B-H. Yeah. Well, he loves, he loves R-H-O-B-H and he kind of gets mad when I watch it without him. Of course he thinks it's ridiculous, but I mean, but I just wonder, is there 24 or 27 year olds out there that are watching? I think that's great. But I, I, to your point, I just wonder, but I don't know. So all right. There's something about Tamara's podcast that is different than Giselle and Robbins. The difference is Giselle and Robin talk about topics, right? Dating, you know, sex. Pop culture, you know, pop right. culture. They were, they, yeah, they, they, sports. Yeah, they talk a lot more than, because, but I mean, you know, to Robin and Giselle's point, they, they're under contract with Bravo. They can't, Right. You know, I think Teddy and Tamara do have a little more, more leeway to talk. Right. But like Giselle and Robin, like they're like Tamara and Teddy's podcast is a rival to Behind the Velvet Rope. Like we're interviewing like Giselle and Robin. It's not a housewives podcast. They're not interviewing Lisa Rinna next week. They're not interviewing Luann. They're not dying for Jill to come on because she's a back. Right. I mean, there's this, yeah, they're going to talk about Potomac and they'll probably have to get on Dom on, but it's not a housewives podcast. It's not, it's a, and even Melissa Gorga, hers is not a housewives podcast. She has housewives on, but she has other guests and she talks about other things there is something different to me about Tamara and Teddy's podcast. Like, I, I agree with you. I don't think that's why. I think one call from Daddy Kong, one call from Daddy yeah. Kong, be like, Tamara, hey, listen, don't fucking breathe a word. Sign the contract. Here's the deal. In six months, we're going to announce that you're back on RHOC and we need six months of you stepping away from the two T's. So you got to announce on Monday that you're leaving the Tedster and that's the end of it. And Tamara would do all that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. So Tamara would quit two T's and leave Teddy high and dry. This is not just my wishful thinking if she was offered a role on RHOC. So I agree. It's just, it, that's a convenient excuse for Daddy Cone. You can get any housewife back to quit any, whatever they're doing in the world, you can have sure. them quit within an hour to be back on the damn show. Um. Okay. I, I do want to ask you this though, because, you know, obviously we're going to wrap up the show at some point, but I want to, you were hanging out with Bronwyn, right? Yeah. And then I need to talk about Carol Raswell's. Ass okay. I, yeah, me too. I want to get to those two stories. Tell me about Bronwyn. I loved the photo of you two. How, were you in the Hamptons together? How's Bronwyn's girlfriend? Give me the scoop. Oh my gosh. I had to go back to the city, which, oh God, I'm so sick of going. I had to go three times already. Um, and so I had lunch with the B while I was there. The other B, not Bethany, Bronwyn. And look, Bronwyn is back and forth between the OC and New York, living in New York. How is her girlfriend? You know, I always feel when it happens in the real world, it's not my place to put that out there. But okay. she has the girlfriend. Oh, Sarah's I like, Sarah's like, no, 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 no. They are, let okay. me put it this way. They are, she does have a girlfriend, Victoria. And Victoria is a model. This is real. And she travels the world and she- And they're she having gets, hot lesbian sex. Why don't you insert Dame hot, products? I mean, because- having, yeah. <laughs> I have to tell her about Dame because Dame- by the way, Dame, Dame, Dame just renewed the contract. They're like an official sponsor over here. Dame, I know. Is, Dame is like, they're having, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get some Dame products for, uh, 
her, but Dama's they're the best, they're the best vibrators out there. And you get 15% off guys. If you go, go to the show notes, dame.com and you get 15% off and why not? But you got to use the code. I think velvet, why not get 15% off for Dame? Don't you want to have fun when you're alone? Vibrators are cool, man. Um, but they're having hot lesbian sex. We had lunch. Braun made us get pizza. I got to get back on my diet guys. And Uh, don't bother. Bronwyn is living her best life. I don't think she's going to be back on the air. You know, I don't think she's going back to, you know, Elizabeth Vargas, by the way, I just saw today is starting a podcast as well. Everybody has a podcast. Everybody. But hers is success. Yeah. They see the success. So why doesn't everyone just come into the podcast game? Um, They don't realize the work, but they see the success. And what is this now? Adam Carol Raswell's ex. Oh my God. He's a blast from the past. I mean, have we thought about Adam recently? I had not thought about hot Adam. You know, Adam was always like super attractive to me. I was, I loved, you know, he was kind of crunchy granola. He's a chef. He's a celebrity chef. That's how we met Carol. Um, you know, he's a longtime friend of Elle McPherson. And there's also, there's always been a rumor that they uh, date, but supposedly they both shot that down and he's just a chef for her Wellco company. Um, but I love this New York post blind item, which was not really blind item. It was out there, but that he was at a party with Kelly Ben Simone and just like drooling over her. Um, and Kelly wasn't really into it and then ended up leaving the party. But I mean, what is that? What happened to Adam? I guess like, like, I mean, this story doesn't seem so unbelievable. No, I mean, look, he was with Carol. Now he's linked to Elle. I mean, maybe if it seems like he likes older females and, um, Kelly Ben Simone, who has been on this podcast, uh, is just literally drop dead, gorgeous drop, drop dead. I know I've told you this story. I mean, I walked by her on a New York sidewalk and I did a double take. Like everybody did a double take. It was myself. Like there was another guy. I mean, she is so tough. She's, she's stunning, 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 stunning. She just looks like a star. She looks like a star. She looks like a star. She's so pretty. So beautiful. I mean, I think she's prettier than it. Elle McPherson, if you want to hear that. But Elle McPherson is also gorgeous. And Carol's pretty. They're all pretty. Oh, I love Carol. Carol's like, Carol's my favorite, one of my favorite housewives of all time and style icon of mine. I love Carol. She did well here behind the velvet rope. So I don't know. So that's Adam says it's not true. All the reps say it's not true, but I don't know. Did I don't think Adam responded. I think the New York Post reached out for a comment from no Adam. Comment from he Adam. didn't respond. I think a friend of Kelly Ben Simone says Kelly wasn't into it. Not Kelly's type. I still am going back to when Kelly, like when was that nine months ago when Kelly was linked with A-Rod after A-Rod, I could see that that would be perfect for both of them. She's got a little JLo-esque thing going on a little bit. He, she's pretty. I mean, Kelly fucking sign her up for that money. I mean, he was just dumped by JLo. Like he made, you know, this, I think that could be a great match. I really do. It's so funny to me because I really did think after that relationship blew up between JLo and A-Rod, I really thought that he was going to date Madison um, from uh, Southern Charm. I really, really did. I don't know why. I just felt like Madison was so his type. And I thought these two are going to be together for a while. And then she went off and got engaged to somebody else. And I don't know if she actually got married yet or what, but we're obviously going to see friends. 
We're going to watch it all on season eight of the one, the <laughs> only Southern Charm. Southern Charm. We've got, I've got some Southern Charm people coming up. There's people that fell into the lap. Oh, I mean, I don't know. Are we like saying anything we shouldn't say? But we, you know, we talked to Pringle because Pringle was on my podcast. We reached out to Pringle. And, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. if I guess this is public, but Pringle is kind of going to be a friend, small right? Small role, small, small role, role yeah. I loved Pringle. I, I don't know if he cares. You know, I just don't know if he cares. When Pringle came on my show, I got the, um, he did the interview from like a deck that he was hanging out on, drinking a beer. And I just got the vibe. I think Pringle was very good friends with, I don't think it was Shep. I think it was one of the other guys that he'd gone to college Austin with. Austin or Craig? I think it was Craig. I think <laughs> Those are, or was it like Whitney? No, I think it was Craig. They were very, or might've been Shep. Anyway, one of them he went to school with and they were like, oh. dude, you should do this show. And I just think, I think John kind of did it because he was pals with them, but I, I don't think John was ever particularly into it. I just don't Reality TV is just not for everybody. Now he, he didn't seem... Again, like, I just, I think sometimes people are like too real. You know what I mean? They're yeah. too real life. And I think that was yes. John. And I, I don't think he was going to play into anything else. And so we're not going to be seeing a lot of Pringle. Most people that don't make it, it's just, they're too real life. Nobody wants your real fucking life. I'm sorry. I know. They, they want the fake. They want the drama. They want the, you know, they want you spending other people's money and then, you know, nearly going to jail. That's why I give Crystal Kung Minkoff credit. I think she went home and she, I think she went through the roster of things that she could bring. And she's like, okay, I got it. This is what I'm going to come up with. And I don't mean that as a slight. I mean that as a, a compliment. I do. I do. Oh, well, she picked the wrong one. She should have come after Jenkins. And then, uh, you know, I mean, I think there would have been more there. You know, the problem is she bet on Sutton. I don't think there's much with Sutton. That's, Just that- remember when on a reality show, look, it's better if something real happens to you. But if not, guys, just make something up. Now, not everybody can do that. But if you have it in you, you have to make it up and you got to say it to yourself and you got to look in the mirror. And then when you hit go and it's out there, you got to stick to it, babies. You got to stick to it and hope that it becomes something. Hmm. It's really that easy. You're filming and you're like, I'm really upset now. I'm looking at you. Things are coming back to me. I mean, just, you got to start step one and just hold your breath and like, are the producers? Okay. Okay. This has legs. And then when it has legs and it takes off, you bought yourself another season. I'm not coming down on crystal. I'm saying this as a compliment. It could be real, but as Kyle says, there's footage of everything everywhere and nobody seems to have footage of this. Kyle's like, it's very simple, Andy. You I don't know. do us well. You're, you're like not our friend. So if there was footage of this, you would have already shown it in a flashback on the TV. Not on Watch What Happens Live, on the actual episode, and you never did. So we don't buy it. All right. Any, anything Mr. else Beyonce. keeping you up at night? Oh, the only, okay, one more quick thing before we go. Sutton Strack through her, her friends, her friend, Jennifer Tilly. Sutton Strack is now going to be in Chucky, the new Chucky. She has a, <laughs> she has an opinion. So Miss, Miss Strack is doing, by the way, she was one of the only housewives ever that was ever on Jimmy Kimmel. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. You oh, th- by the way. You would have had more people on. This just in. This just in, 
literally breaking news. Kim Kardashian's friend, Diana Jenkins, is sued for chopping down $70,000 worth of neighbors' hedges to boost price of her $125 million Malibu mansion and accused of caring behavior on Black security guard. I mean, this is when a Black security guard for calm interviewed and asked the gardeners to stop Jenkins engaged in aggressive I assume this is real Gage Jenkins engaged in aggressively racially prejudiced Karen type behavior she allegedly threatened to call the police several times on the black man man this Diana Jenkins man it doesn't stop doesn't stop there you go all right there you go um food for thought this is developing we'll see if anything happens with it where can everybody find you, Sarah? Where? David, at the Sarah Fraser Show on TikTok, on Instagram. I put out new podcast episodes seven days a week. People know me for my TLC recaps and TLC interviews. I've had everybody on, Darcy and Stacy. Um, I have a big Before the 90 Days um, person coming on interview that's confirmed. I've had Caleb from Before the 90 Days. I mean, you know, Lauren and Alex from 90 Day Fiance. Tune into the Sarah Fraser Show. And for me, Behind the Velvet Rope on Apple, Spotify, or at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. Hey, we're on Twitter and we are joining TikTok. More to that coming soon. My TikTok expert is working on it behind the scenes. I got a whole team over here, Sarah. This doesn't happen. I know you do. And listen in, guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Bye, David. Love you much. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.